Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Instagram's IGTV. Minichat has rolled out chatbot templates. Advertising on Marketplace. Why triggering actions are such a huge deal. The Facebook advertising app. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Hello and welcome to episode 159 of the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is Ralph Burns alongside my awesome co-host, Molly Pittman, although she's not alongside me today. We are recording separately, but we're going to bring you six new updates to the Facebook and Instagram platform that you absolutely need to know about. There's been a lot of stuff going on on both sides of the Facebook world, both Facebook and Instagram. And uh, these six updates are things that you're going to need to know about, as well as some updates on both platforms with advertising that's probably coming very soon, but you need to know about it now so you can start prepping your creative teams to get the most out of your Facebook and Instagram dollars. So without further ado, let's get right into it. This episode is brought to you by Digital Marketer Lab Elite. Our mission is to double the size of 10,000 businesses by 2020. The way we're doing this is through our flagship product, Digital Marketer Lab Elite where we equip businesses with the tools and systems to create a pathway to success. In Lab, you will gain access to an extensive library of strategies, blueprints, and masterclasses for every aspect of the marketing industry, as well as becoming part of the world's leading community of experts in business growth. To start your free trial, go to bit.ly forward slash labelite. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Labelite. So one of the biggest things with Facebook these days is actually the power of its sister platform, which it still boggles my mind when I talk to people that a lot of people don't realize that Facebook and Instagram are actually owned by the same company, which is Facebook. So we tend to look at them 
as platforms where we're trying to find specific users at specific points in time during their day. And some people might be more Facebook users. Some people might be more Instagram users. But what we're actually seeing now, and the data backs this up, that Facebook and Instagram are just about neck and neck when it comes to actual time on site and the usage of the app itself. So if we just do this by Android users, we're looking at about 57 to 58 minutes per day the average person spends on Facebook. And about a year or so ago, the average time that someone spent on Instagram was about 28 minutes. So now it's pretty much neck and neck with Facebook, especially on the Android app, which is a good proxy for us to determine exact usage. So Instagram is a big, big deal right now. And I think you know a lot of the updates that I'll be talking about here today revolve around Instagram because now Instagram, it makes up about 17% of Facebook's total revenue, which is amazing, and about $10 billion in advertising. That's up significantly from just three years ago when we first launched this show, where it was about 3.5% of total revenue for Facebook. So Facebook is being looked upon as a bullish stock to buy. A lot of companies are bullish on Facebook, not just because of the platform itself, but really because of the power of Instagram. So they've really figured out how to monetize that platform. And we in the agency at Tier 11 have leveraged it right from the start. And really now we use it almost uh, you know, seamlessly with Facebook, the newsfeed, as well as right-hand column, as well as all the other placements on audience network. But uh, Instagram is now a huge part of our overall advertising. I would say it's probably about 30 plus percent of our total spend on a monthly basis, which is well into the multiple seven figures of overall advertising spend. So we're certainly excited about it. And let's get into the three updates here, which largely are all around Instagram. So one of the biggest updates to Instagram was something that Instagram users have been waiting for for a significant period of time. I know as advertisers, we've been waiting on it since 2015, which is you can now actually create ads out of your Instagram posts. And this is a really, really big deal because uh, we tend to use a lot of native, what we refer to as page content, content that's posted on a customer's page, Facebook page. And then we boost that to create warm audiences from cold traffic, maybe using friends of fans and fans as our targeting, just boosting it from the page, maybe just a cold traffic with also some fan overlays as well. But we haven't been able to do the same thing on Instagram up until now. So we've got a lot of customers that have a, a very, very large Instagram following. We haven't been able to leverage the paid advertising side of things up until this update. So this is a relatively new one. And we've just started to test this feature. And uh, although we have found it fairly buggy, I think overall, you know, this is one of those things where when Facebook and Instagram, in this case, roll out a new update, they want to get it out there, bugs and all, see how the users behave to it, and then refine all those bugs and eventually sort of sort it out. I can sort of think of, you know, multiple dozens of examples of this from Power Editor to carousel ads to dynamic creatives, where Facebook just wants to get the feature out there, get users using it. You know, not be scared about negative feedback from the user base because they know the user base and the advertiser base is going to continue to grow. 
And we've definitely seen it here with um, creating ads out of Instagram posts just to start. But the good news is that you know this is something that's going to be a large portion of our ad spend over the coming months and years for sure, especially for those customers who have really large or growing Instagram followers. So how you do it is actually really pretty simple. If you're in Ads Manager, all you do is when you're actually creating your ad itself, you just use your dropdown inside Ads Manager to use an existing post. And if you've got your Instagram hooked up with your Facebook ad account, really simple to do that. You just select the post and then uh, click review and then publish. So it's pretty simple, uh, all from the Ads Manager. So definitely check that out. If you've got a large Instagram following or you're trying to grow that Instagram user base, post some native content on your Instagram page and, you know, just boost, start boosting your posts, you know, a couple of dollars a day and see what kind of engagement that you get. So once again, I mean, Instagram is is one of those platforms for us, which is um, a big, big growth area. And, you know, it's a highly visual medium. So if you're not using Instagram, you're probably, chances are you're probably not leveraging the entire platform the way that it ideally should be used with not only using Facebook newsfeed ads, right-hand column ads, some other new ads, audience network as well, but also integrating your advertising with Instagram. So definitely connect your Instagram with your Facebook ad account and make sure that you're boosting posts or if you want to advertise it separately inside the ads manager, start leveraging this platform. We typically do use all placements. That's a question that we tend to get a lot on the ad set level is where you decide which placements you actually want to have your advertising shown on. So just as a review, if you're in your campaign, you drop down into your ad set level at the very bottom as you scroll down when you're editing your ad set, you've got the opportunity for placement. So Facebook automatically checks off the automatic placement, which is recommended. Obviously, they want you to use their full spectrum of platforms. Uh, We tend to select them individually based upon what we feel is best for the customer. But in most cases, we are lumping together our Facebook feeds with our Instagram feeds now with you're able to actually edit your ad specifically for Instagram or for Instagram stories or for audience network, native banner and interstitials, you can actually optimize and, and edit your ad on the ad level specifically to each one of these platforms. So as our Facebook partner manager tells us all the time, use all the platforms. That way, the Facebook auction can pace your ads to where your user is at the exact right time. So pacing is something that's hugely important when it comes to the Facebook algorithm. That means that Facebook will show your ads to your ideal audience at the right time, whether they're on their Facebook newsfeed, whether they're on their desktop, whether they're on mobile, whether they're actually on Marketplace, which is a new placement as well, which you can now advertise on, uh, as well as Instagram and Instagram stories. So definitely check that out. We typically do not separate out all the different platforms because we really want to leverage the algorithm as best as we possibly can, utilizing pacing. So this is a new way in which to do that by uh, boosting posts right off your Instagram. 
So the second update here, keeping with the Instagram theme, is that it's now possible to create Instagram story ads with up to three images and or videos in a single ad. So we haven't talked too much about Instagram stories here on the show, but it is a placement that we absolutely love and I think are using in just about every single ad account that we manage right now. So you can use Instagram stories on its own if you like. We found that that actually does work fairly well. But like I just said in my first update, we typically will mix all placements together in order to best leverage the the platform and best leverage that pacing system, which allows Facebook, you know, the Facebook ad algorithm, which includes Instagram, of course, to show the right ad to the right user at the right time, depending on their browsing behavior. So for example, if they're on Facebook for 10, 15 minutes, some people might just, you know, shoot right over to Instagram for maybe a minute or two. Maybe that way you can actually get your ad in front of them on Instagram and they maybe come back or maybe view your ad on desktop. Maybe they might view it on mobile and then convert. Maybe they might, when they go back to the office the next day, they might actually see it on their desktop. So you want to be all places uh, inside you know, Facebook and Instagram, as well as the audience network. We select that one as well, which we found doesn't necessarily contribute directly to conversions in most cases, but definitely has an impact uh, on the overall effectiveness of our ads. So in Instagram stories, the cool thing about this new feature is that Instagram stories which has been out for some time now as an advertising platform for us, probably has taken us uh, you know, three to six months to really dial this one in, is that if you're using a video on Instagram stories as an ad, you do have to make sure that your video is 15 seconds or less. So that's the big thing. But unlike Instagram stories on the organic platform, with an advertising, you can allow your stories to actually be seen greater than a 24-hour span. So Instagram stories on the organic platform does actually disappear after 24 hours, but you can lengthen that lifespan by throwing some advertising under it. So we really do like Instagram stories for opt-ins, for webinar registrations, lead magnets, direct purchases of products. Oftentimes with a 15-second video ad, we found that converting folks to a purchase for a, you know an under $10 or maybe an under $25 purchase is relatively simple to do with good return on ad spend depending on how good your creative is. So this new feature with three pieces of content within a single ad is really going to be a huge improvement here. So the fact that you could only do a 15 second video, now you can actually extend it to 45 seconds. So you can continue your story from one pane to the next, or perhaps you would start with an image and then you can actually go to another image and another image after that and continue the story. So I mean, with over 400 million people using Instagram stories every day, Uh, This is an enormous uh, platform for you to leverage for you and your business. And, um, you know, Carousel Ads for Stories now allows you to do this with three individual pieces of content, three different products if you want. There's, you know, there's endless ways in which you can leverage the platform to get the best out of your advertising dollar. So a few things to be aware of when you're starting to advertise for carousel ads for stories. First off is that if you are using image ads, each image displays for about five seconds by default. If you are using three videos, 
the maximum length for each one of the videos is 15 seconds, exactly like Instagram stories ads, which have been out for quite some time now, like I said. But the point is, is that you can extend your story and really uh, leverage this, this platform, which is growing amazingly well. Of course, you may or may not know that Instagram, I originally had sort of borrowed the idea for Instagram stories from Snapchat. So tapping into the younger demographic and uh, it's been a huge success and they're now trying to extend that success over to Facebook stories, which has experienced a tremendous amount of growth in the past nine months as well. So another thing to keep in mind with Instagram stories and carousel ads for stories is that the call to action is very different than a typical Facebook ad or a Facebook video. So usually when we do videos in the Facebook news feed is we'll say, click the link in this post or on this video as our call to action. If we've got a spokesperson in a video or whatever it happens to be on Instagram stories, however, the call to action is a swipe up. So you've probably seen these in your Instagram stories on your own, but just a reminder that if you do have a spokesperson that's doing videos for you, make sure that they do ask for a swipe up at the, as the call to action at the end of the video. Facebook by default does put learn more at the very bottom of the Instagram story, but um, it sometimes it does help when we've seen greater click-through rates when we do actually have the the actor or the spokesperson or whoever it happens to be in the Instagram story, ask for a call to action, which is a swipe up. And you might even want to add some graphics to it just as long as it stays in line with Facebook and Instagram policy. So in the last update here is a big move for Instagram to try and take away some of that content or some of those advertising dollars I ultimately from YouTube. So just this past month, they rolled out Instagram's IGTV, which is an app that allows pretty much anyone to produce and post longer form videos. So for advertisers right now, this doesn't really do much for us because you can't advertise on IGTV as of yet. But this is one to keep an eye out for. So Facebook is definitely interested in getting access to those YouTube advertising dollars with longer form videos and all the advertising revenue that it's generated for Google over the course of the last five plus years, especially. But IGTV, as well as Facebook Watch, it really gives users access to different channels from which to stream long-form content. Uh, this is definitely a way in which Facebook is looking at those YouTube advertising dollars as well as the TV advertising dollars as another area of growth for them. So as you all know, the Facebook newsfeed right now is at capacity. So if you're advertising on the Facebook mobile newsfeed or any of the feeds, desktop newsfeed, you're actually you're competing against a lot of other advertisers. Facebook has come out and said that their ad load in the newsfeed is actually sold out. And this happened mid-2017. So Facebook is really looking for other platforms so that advertisers can advertise on those platforms with new sets of eyeballs. So uh, YouTube is definitely, uh, you know, with its growth over the course of the last five years, like I said, it's been absolutely tremendous. Uh, Instagram has certainly gone from sort of a, a sideshow with Facebook now to over 
20% of its overall revenue. So IGTV is a way for Facebook to ideally look at monetizing longer form video in the way in which they're starting to test on Facebook Watch with mid-roll video ads. So you might have seen these in your Facebook Watch if you're on Facebook Watch at all. This is a advertising program that lets publishers make money by serving video ads inside videos that are at least three minutes long. But the ad doesn't show up until after the first minute. So this is like a mid-roll ad for YouTube. So same kind of thing. Facebook right now is looking at these other platforms in which to monetize. Obviously, the more platforms that they have to monetize, the more content that they have, the more advertising that they can sell and obviously increase their share price, keep their shareholders happy and continue their growth upward as they've done over the course of the last almost 10 years now since they really introduced the advertising platform. So although the ad breaks program really hasn't generated a whole lot of revenue for Facebook right now, by comparison to what uh, YouTube is doing with its mid-roll ads, platforms like IGTV and Facebook Watch are definitely forays into that market. So something we as advertisers need to be aware of, they are looking at a number of different formats, the six-second ad format as well as the 15-second ad format. And uh, a lot of testing is going on with these mid-roll ads. So if you want to look to where the puck may be going in the future, my guess is that it's probably in much shorter form video ad content. So uh, with the average watch time right now of a video ad on Facebook being about eight seconds, chances are Facebook is probably going to come out with ad units in the six to eight second range. So IGTV, Facebook Watch are going to be prime platforms to test these ad units in the coming years. So definitely one to check out. If you haven't downloaded the IGTV app already, it's uh, super easy to do. And then IGTV shows up on the bottom of your screen and you just sort of scroll through them. It's actually it's a pretty cool app. So definitely check it out. No advertising on there as of yet, but definitely a sign of things to come. So one more bonus update here. This is one that I referred to in my first update is that uh, Marketplace, which is Facebook's shopping experience, sort of their foray into you know, local print advertising, help wanteds, that kind of thing, as well as Craigslist. So this has been on Facebook for quite some time now, but advertising on Marketplace has not been available until just this past month. So you can actually see it inside as a placement, inside your ad set. Just scroll down, and if you select all placements, obviously it will go there automatically. No real word on how this is doing as a breakdown so far since advertisers started to advertise on it. We have tested it just a bit in the last month or so. Results are still out uh, as far as exactly how many conversions, whether people really understand what to do in Marketplace when they see an ad. But it's a logical next step because this is obviously where you know people will put in used vehicles, home rentals, home services, as well as post jobs. So definitely check it out. Marketplace is right at the bottom of your Facebook app on your mobile phone. So check that out and actually start seeing uh, some ads in there. And if you're using automatic placements right now and you're advertising, uh, you'll automatically 
be sending ads into the marketplace. So yet again, one more platform, one more space for Facebook to start putting in advertising to increase its ability to be able to serve. It's coming up on, I believe, 7 million advertisers. So there's a lot of us out there that are advertising on both of these platforms. And I think marketplace is a welcome addition to it. So one last update here. This is one that just came out just this past week. This is actually a pretty cool one because we've been using this uh, app for quite some time inside the agency really to just monitor ads. So if you've got ads that are running, maybe you launch a campaign, then you go away for the weekend. Probably not if you're, you know, spending tens of millions of dollars per month on ads, but if you're spending, you know, a modest amount, this is a great way to monitor those ads by using the Facebook advertising app. So the one on the iPhone is really easy to use. And uh, we've used it for quite some time uh, since it actually came out in 2015. And it's gotten better and better with all kinds of new features. So one of the things that you are limited on is to just use the Facebook advertising app to really just monitor your ads. You could edit them. You could maybe add audiences. You could add optimization. You could do a lot of things inside of it. But until just this past week, you really were limited as to whether or not you could create new ads. So you can now do that inside the ads manager app. It's so new. We haven't even tested it out, but there's a lot of new features in there, especially with regard to creatives. There's a couple of different tools that look really, really cool. First off, there's a text overlay and a text policy checker which is super interesting to have that actually all on your phone. Typically, you'd have to go to the site and actually find this, the text overlay tool through Facebook. You also have an image cropper, which is really cool. Just like you have probably on your iPhone or your Android right now, same sort of thing here. You can crop it to any size, as well as there's a bunch of different templates that you can use inside the Ads Manager app. And you can even start making you know, shapes, stickers, and logos. You have that ability to be able to do that as well. And on Instagram, you can now use color filters. So I think there's a lot of cool features here. It actually seems like in the new Ads Manager app, some of the features that they have in the app are even cooler than the ones that are in the desktop version. So definitely check that out and let us know what you think in the comments. We'll be testing this one out pretty extensively over the course of the next couple of months. So those are my three Facebook and Instagram updates for this week with not one, but two bonuses. So definitely check out uh, creating ads on your Instagram posts. Also check out carousel ads for stories as well as Instagram stories as an advertising unit. Uh, and also look up uh, IGTV. Definitely download the app and then check out or at least select Marketplace for placement inside AdSet. And one of the coolest things that just came out this past week, which is being able to create new ads using the, all these cool creative tools inside the Ads Manager app. So those are my Facebook and Instagram updates for this week. Over to Molly. Hello, everybody. Molly here. I hope you're having an awesome week. I have three really exciting updates for you guys this week. And my updates are all around Facebook Messenger and specifically ManyChat. 
So the first update that I wanted to tell you guys about is that Minichat has rolled out chatbot templates. And basically what this means is that you can build a sequence or functionality inside of Minichat and turn that into a template that you share with friends, clients, whomever you would like to be able to one-click install everything that you built within that template. This is really, really powerful. Minichat's actually rolled out a few of their own templates, uh, but we're working to make these better. And we're working to build templates that really match the free course that we created earlier this year at course.minichat.com. So first update, Minichat has templates now. Really exciting, especially because you can uh, share what you've built in a much easier way between Facebook pages, between colleagues. And, you know, between uh, maybe yourself and a client. The second update is a bit more technical, uh, but it's pretty exciting. So this update to Minichat is basically the ability to export your subscribers' unique IDs that Facebook assigns to them when they start to interact with your page. These are also called PSIDs. So every Facebook personal page or account has a unique ID. And Minichat is collecting that unique ID every time that someone interacts with you on Messenger. So this export feature enables the downloading of a CSV file, which is suitable for direct uploading to Facebook ad audiences. So this means that you can now target ads based on the subscriber's activity within the bot. So for example, you could segment by a certain tag, a certain action that someone's taken inside of Minichat, and then export a CSV file of all of those unique user IDs. This is really powerful because we know that we can already target as an engagement custom audience in Facebook, everyone who's interacted with us in Messenger. But this allows us to specifically export certain segments of our Messenger list by unique user ID, import those into Facebook to create custom audiences. So note that a pro mini chat is required in order to access that feature. And when you're in the audience section, make sure that you've correctly selected a subset of users you want to export. So you check the amount of selected records next to bulk action button. And then in bulk actions menu, you're going to press export PSIDs option and then follow the instructions from there. So another exciting update from Messenger World and last but not least is also another update from Minichat. And I'm going to actually read what Mike Yang, the CEO of Minichat, wrote about this because I think he explained it really well. So Minichat has released trigger and action rules for all bots. First off, you know, what are trigger and action rules? So trigger and action rules are instructions for a bot to do something, which is the action, when some event happens, which is the trigger. So basically, you are setting up an automation for some actions to happen at certain points. So there are many triggers, date, time triggers, change in a custom field, tag applied to user, etc. 
actions are things like starting a flow, subscribing a person to a sequence, applying a tag, notifying admins, etc. This can sound abstract, so let's give you some examples. You can set up a rule to congratulate a user on a birthday. So that would be a date time trigger that triggers the starting of a flow action. Or you could set up a rule to send a notification to the admin when a lead is ready to buy, right? So maybe you say lead score is greater than 80. Um, so that's a custom field change trigger that notifies admins as an action. Or you can set up a rule to re-engage people who haven't interacted with your bot in the last 30 days. So that would be using the last interaction user filed with a date time trigger, and that would start a flow action. So you can see how powerful these new trigger and action features are. So you could capture a person's birthday with user input and then use rules to send a congratulation reminder five days before the birthday. If the person presses a button, use the 24-hour rule to send a promo message. Uh, you could do the same thing with anniversaries. Um, you could capture a booking or reservation with user input type daytime, then use rules to send a reminder the day before the booking to confirm. Pro tip, use sequences to follow up if there's no confirmation in two hours, or use notify admin action to have someone confirm manually. Another is you could set up a rule with a date time trigger with a user field called last interaction to re-engage people that haven't interacted with your bot for 30 days. Uh, you could set up a rule with a date time trigger with a user field called last seen to re-engage people who haven't read your messages in a while. And FYI, the difference between last seen and last interaction is that last seen counts the person just reading the message without pressing or sending messages. Last interaction only counts in actions like pressing a button or sending a message. So last interaction is more of a commitment. You can save costs on your bot by unsubscribing people who haven't read your message in a while. So that would be setting up a rule with a date time trigger and last seen user field. So if the user was last seen over 60 days ago, unsubscribe from bot. This could keep your list hygiene really healthy. You could set up a rule to ask for feedback two hours after an appointment or an interaction with your bot. So that would be simply using date time custom field or last interaction last seen to set up a rule to trigger two hours you know, after the custom field's time. You could also set up a rule to subscribe a person to a sequence when that customer gets a certain tag, right? So they take a specific action. Maybe it's clicking a button or a link within your bot, and you could set up a rule to subscribe them to a sequence when they do that. And last but not least, you could set up a rule to start a flow when a custom field reaches a certain value. So this would be great for automating interaction base like lead score or, or loyalty programs. And to do this, you would set up a rule with a custom field value changed trigger and start a flow action. So, you know, this is just scratching the surface, guys. These are just some examples, and I hope that wasn't too complicated. But I just wanted to give you some use cases for uh, why trigger and actions are such a huge deal. But there are hundreds of thousands of ideas and things that you could do with these new features. Again, I hope you guys are having an awesome week. Um, I just wanted to update you on, on these three new items to the messenger marketing world. 
you want to learn more about chatbots and messenger marketing, definitely join us for Conversations Conference in Austin, Texas in September. Uh, So go to conversationsconference.com to learn more. I hope you guys have an awesome week and we will see you again next Tuesday. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. John Moran here. Q1 is closing and it probably didn't go as well as you'd hoped. I'm sure your agency is telling you that they crushed it, but in reality, it probably crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you, or if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what, go to tier11.com forward slash apply. That's tier11.com forward slash apply. And we'll get set up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make agencies look good.